0: Monday morning to you. How are you doing? I hope everybody's weekend went well. I think I'm losing my voice. A lot of yelling at the skating rink, trying to keep those little demon children under control. This is Fat Guy Loves Cake. I'm Joey. I'm your main fat. So I still haven't heard from the CEO of Eating Ass yet. (laughs) In case you didn't know, in a previous episode, I was trying to contact someone with the email address, uh, CEO of EatingAss at gmail.com. I have written him several emails, and he has not responded to any of them. I was asking why he felt that he deserved that title, and if he couldn't give me a good reason, I was going to try to get him to give it up to me. But since he has yet to respond, I think that the email is just sitting there being unused, and that's very unfortunate. So, what did I do this weekend? Watched a lot of movies. I found this great article, and it was uh, the 50 worst movies of all time, I guess as per Rotten Tomatoes or something with the lowest scores, and so I've made it like my thing to go down this list and watch any of these that I have not seen, and the first one I started with was Samurai Cop. Did not know this movie existed. I don't know where the star of this movie came from. If you don't know this movie, and you probably don't, it stars some guy whose head is like six inches too tall. He's got this long black hair. He's muscly. He's always fucking oiled up. I can't even remember what the plot was. It was just awful, awful movie. Uh, uh, You know, a real treat to watch. Bad movies are always, you know, super fun to watch. My favorite thing about bad action movies is that they always have A lot of people racking their shotguns and I I think that's hilarious I love counting the amount of times that someone if you don't know what racking a shotgun is that's you know if you don't know what racking a shotgun is that's the sound if you're not familiar with how shotguns work if you rack the shotgun with shells in it you are not only putting a shell into the chamber but you are putting the firing pin back Which means that either that gun has to be fired or you have to empty every shell in it in order to take that pen down. It's not like a hammer on a pistol. I mean, if there's a way to get the pen down in a shotgun without firing it, I have no idea what it is. But I'm pretty sure I'm right about this. Anyway, if you watch an action movie, it's the funniest shit because they rack the shotgun every time they say anything. And if you rack a shotgun, it expels a shell whether it's been fired or not. You know, if you've got one loaded and you haven't fired it and you racked the shotgun, the shell goes flying out of it. Okay, so you can't sit there and, and be like, let's do this, and then, like, re-rack it again because there'd be fucking shells all over the place. Like, imagine, here's the movie, right? The guy's like, all right, it's time to kick some ass. And then, like, you know, a couple seconds later somebody, like, pops out at them, you know, and he points the shotgun at him, and then he racks it. Like, holy shit! You know, so then he's like, oh, you better talk, buddy. You better talk, I ain't playing. And then they're done talking, or whatever. And the guy goes, all right, now let's get back to what we were doing. Chewing bubble gum and kicking ass. Well, at this point, there's four fucking shells on the floor. I don't know, how many does a shotgun hold? Like, six? You get your whole, like imagine there's like a gang of people all hanging out in a, you know, in a cabin in the woods and if they're plotting to go and rob a bank or get revenge on somebody or whatever, you got like a group of eight guys, they've all got shotguns and the leader goes, all right, let's fucking do this. And then the other seven guys all hold up their shotguns to the sky and they're like, oh yeah, and everyone starts racking their shotguns. You got a floor full of fucking shotgun shells. People are going to be slipping on them. You don't have to rack a shotgun every time you say something. Hey, Joe, where are you going? I'm going to get some milk. Have you seen my keys? I'll be back in five minutes. Do you need anything? Dude, could you stop doing that? Look, there's fucking shells all over the floor by the front door. People are going to slip on them. The dogs are going to chew on them. Speaking of dogs, disclaimer, I don't hate dogs. I'm not a fan. Okay, that's there's nothing wrong with that. I'm not a fan. I have dogs. They can be wonderful. And sometimes they can be a giant pain in the ass. I love animals. I give like one quarter of everything I make to the ASPCA. To protect animals. Even if I'm not a big fan of dogs. I still believe they have a right to life. And they have a right to not be tortured. They need to be. If you're going to be a pet owner. You need to be responsible. And you take care of them. As much as my dogs fucking aggravate the shit out of me. I still feed them well. And I take them in from the cold. And I give them the attention they need. Now recently. I lost a friend. And I don't mean like he passed away. I mean like I lost a friend. A very old friend. From like my childhood that I've been friends with my whole life because I made a comment about dogs that he didn't care for. I was unhappy because one of my dogs killed one of my cats and I lashed out and I said, fuck dogs and on Facebook and he unfriended me. I took the, I took it down. I was just, I was just lashing out. I was mad. Why wouldn't I be? And he fucking unfriended me and blocked me. This is a guy I've known like 35 years. All he had to say to me was, fuck you, dogs will take a bullet for you. Okay, that's true. But I I don't understand why people get so unbelievably bent out of shape if someone says that they don't like dogs. Like, they immediately just label you a monster. You know, people can be like, oh fuck cats. I fucking hate cats. If I see one, I'll kick it and people will just dismiss it, right? But if I go, oh, I'm not a dog person, people are like, What? I just don't get the allure of dogs. And it's probably because I'm a I'm an extremely clean person. I don't like things that smell. Dogs, everything they touch, they brush up against you, the gets on your clothes. I don't like cleaning up after it. I'm a cat person. Cats, they shit outside. I got a flower bed specifically for them. They come and they go. They're clean. This is all comedy, okay? I don't want anyone to seriously, like, really, I'm telling you, I give literally a lot of money to the ASPCA to protect these dumb animals from horrible people. But I'm going to speak my piece. You say dogs are man's best friend. Well, let me ask you this especially if any of my close friends are listening, if I came over to your house and you turned your back and I ate your lunch and then took a shit on your carpet, would I still be welcome to come over? Let me give you a scenario, okay? Let's say I'm at the park with my dog and my family, all right? And I'm grilling. I'm grilling burgers. I'm grilling hamburgers. I'm grilling hot dogs. And, you know, like out of the woods comes a robber, okay? And I'm standing there and I got my plate with my burgers and dogs and this robber comes up, points a gun at me and he says, give me a fucking wallet. And I'm like, oh, no, bro, come on, man. Me and my family, we're just out, you know, and then the dog like goes over and like sniffs the robber, licks the gun. Robber shoots me. I fall to the ground. Dog walks over, eats my food. Tell me I'm wrong. Fucking dogs. I never understand the appeal. And when they take a shit in the house, they look at me with these eyes. They know what they're doing. They know. And they also know how to tell me they want to go outside. But instead, they stop. They look directly at me with this look of shame. Like, yes, I know what I'm doing is going to really piss you off. But I just really need to take a shit. Let me ask you, is that okay for me to act like that then? Can I just pop a squat anywhere? If I'm at Aaron's house and he's having a cocktail party and I'm talking to someone, I'm like, you know, and talking about whatever the fuck we're talking about in high society and we have martini glasses and everyone's wearing their finest suits And mid-sentence, I stop, undo my belt, squat, look the people I'm talking to in the eye with shame, and take a massive duke, and they'd lock me up. But yet to some people, dogs seem to be more valuable than humans, and they probably are. Most dogs probably are more valuable than most humans. I can definitely see that. Dog may eat your lunch, but it would never fuck your wife. No, I'm just, I'm a cat person. That's all. I think everyone else is too. Uh, You know, even if they don't want to admit it. My my own father, you know, he was like, we're never going to have any cats. And and then I adopted one and he was like my best friend growing up. But you know what? After like a year of that cat living with us, that cat basically became my father's cat. It was always in his fucking lap. I never saw him getting mad about that. He even nicknamed, he, he renamed the cat to his own name of his liking. People love cats. And here's the proof. Cat owners outweigh dog owners by over a million people in America. So suck it, dog owners. Oh, I totally forgot. I wanted to say this earlier. Um, I was looking at the statistics on my YouTube channel, which, by the way, is like getting so much viewing. And the subscribers. I'm getting more subscribers every day. I cannot believe it. It is so cool. And I was looking at the demographics and the analytics section of the studio on YouTube to see where my listeners are coming from. And believe it or not, the percentage of listeners, the highest percentage of listeners that I'm getting is from Argentina and Peru and then America. But Argentina and Peru are my number one and number two listeners. And I was wondering why the comments on my videos were in Spanish. And I think that is so, so cool. So, this is to all those listeners. A Argentina y Peru, los quiero mucho. Gracias por escuchar mi programa. Te amo, te amo, te amo. Please keep listening. Love you, Argentina and Peru. America, you need to catch up. I don't know how old my listeners are, but anyone ever heard of the Fat Boys? I, I loved the Fat Boys. I wanted They were this 80s super group. Rap super group, and they were all fat and they sang about being fat. I should be using them as my uh, music if I didn't have to give, like, if I didn't have to. Unfortunately, if I use one of their songs, I'll have to pay for it. But there's a band called the Fat Boys, and they were big in the 80s. They made an awesome movie called, um, what was it called? Uh, Disorderlies. And the three of them, there was a, a Hispanic guy and two black guys. And they made a movie where they were orderlies for a nursing home. And they had, like, they all wore tracksuits. They all had big fucking gold chains. You know, this was back when Run-DMC was just getting big. Fat Boys had this hit on MTV called All You Can Eat. And it was a song about hitting this buffet and then, like, cleaning that motherfucker out. At the end of the video, the guy's like, Don't you ever come back! He's like, no, you owe me more money. And they're like, it like shows the buffet and all the pans are empty. But the uh one of the fat boys, the fattest one, the the black guy, I, I, God, I'm shouldn't sure know what their names were, but he's deceased now. He was a big sum of a bitch. Obviously, you know, you can't be that big for too long. But he, he was amazing. You know, he was you know, he was one of those human beatboxes. And one of the things he could do I'm going to try and imitate it. He would go, you know, I'm not doing it any justice. You know what? Let me just let you hear it. This is like, uh, here, let me give you a sample from one of his songs. (laughs) Okay. So that's fucking awesome, right? Like that's a human being making that sound. Okay. So this is kind of going to be random, but I I was thinking as I do when I'm at the skating rink, um, because I just circle the rink. You know, because my job on the weekends at the roller skating rink is to keep kids going the right way, keep kids from getting into trouble, getting into things that they shouldn't be doing, bringing drinks and food onto the floor. And a lot of times I just put in my wireless earbuds and I just think. I try and come up with ideas for things to talk about. My mind wanders into very random places. And I was thinking about how if I ever got into a fight, I bet the best way to get out of it would be to call someone by kids names, like like kitty names, immature stuff. Like if a guy came up to me and he was like, Say what's up, pickle? You got a fucking problem? And I'd be like, Yeah, stupid head, I do. Mr Poopy Pants Face Guy I mean he wouldn't know how to respond or he'd think that I was, you know, special. You wanna know, beat your fucking ass, motherfucker. Yeah, well why don't you get on a subway and go seventy five miles per hour and I don't. Your pants. You. You have the bluest blue jeans I've ever seen. I bet when you go to the store, you probably get animal crackers to eat. <laughs> or I could do that. I could do the uh, the fat guy noise. Then they would think I was like seriously special, or that I was hyperventilating. They'd be like, oh, you got a motherfucking problem, dude. Yeah, I got a problem. I- <laughs> Like this dude tripping, you get out anything with that shit. Why you're late to work, Joe? Okay, (laughs) sir. Could you tell me why you were doing sixty-five and a thirty-five? Yes, officer. Yes, yes, sir. We were wondering if you'd ever heard of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter Day Saints. (laughs) (laughs) Go to a girl at a bar Say hey baby what's your name She blows you off Oh please Oh yeah Well this is what you'll be missing out on (laughs) I'm fucking crazy (laughs) I also watched this movie Over the weekend Called Teen Witch This is one of the most unbelievably epic movies. Uh, Because I'm only audio, I can't show you how fucking cool this movie is. It was like a, a parallel to Teen Wolf. It was made in 1989. Okay, so this is like your female... This is your female version of Teen Wolf, except it's a witch. So it's in that same area. And it starts off with this chick. She's a witch. She doesn't know it yet. She's in high school. And then this the woman from Poltergeist finds her and teaches her how to be a witch. You know, the you know, remember that really short squat woman from poltergeist, you know, who was like, This house is clear. Okay, well, she's in the movie. Her name is Zelda, and she teaches Teen Witch how to be a witch. And so she starts doing all this shit. The greatest thing about this movie is there's these montages, and, and they have this music that's so 80s. I mean it's so you know, era appropriate, but the subject and lyrics and the montages all together are so incredible, and this movie didn't, it wasn't like a box office hit or anything, but it has a massive cult following, and if you go on YouTube, there's a particular scene I'm going to talk about in a minute that has been recreated over and over and over, and I thought that I was, the only reason I ever saw this movie before was because my ex-wife, 20 years ago, made me watch it all the fucking time. And I got to thinking, like, I wonder, you know, like, if that movie is still around, does anyone else know what it is? Am I the only man ever subjected to it? Come to find out, there is a massive cult following of this movie. And this one particular scene I'm going to talk about in a minute, but the other scene I was going to get to is she starts rubbing her crystal that she's got around her neck, And says she wants to be popular. And then it busts into this 80s song. I guess it's probably titled Popular Girl. And it's like, I'm gonna be the most popular girl. And, you know, the montage is her walking and all these people, these guys are coming up and they're like trying to be the guy that gets with her, put their arms around her. And all the girls are like imitating her doing her makeup. Then she's walking down this hallway and there's like hundreds of high school students No, it's not a hallway. It's like an outdoor hallway. You know, like a concrete outdoor giant hallway. And she's walking. And, like, more and more people keep appearing behind her until there's, like, literally hundreds of people just following her. And she's brushing it off, like, wow. And it's, I'm gonna beat down my baby. And (laughs) And then it cuts to this fucking scene. The music's still playing. And she walks into class. I guess she's the last person to come in. And... As she's walking in slowly to go to her desk, everyone starts applauding for her. And even the teacher, the teacher standing, he stands up and he's doing like the little golf clap and he's smiling like he's so pleased that she is in his presence because that's how the 80s was, you know, like whenever I got to class, everyone applauded, right? That was like, fuck you! Oh no, of course no one did that for me, but... Yeah, but when the most popular guy, you know, like the quarterback of the football team, whenever he came into class, we all knew to clap. That was the thing to do. We applauded because we really appreciated his presence in our lives. The teacher did too. It's it's so ridiculous. And if you go to a clip of that on YouTube and you read the comments, they are fucking hysterical. And yet... All comments that are burning this movie are also at the end of the comments saying, yeah, I love this movie and I watch it all the time. Like, these people not only are making fun of this movie, but they are, like, they're just completely lambasting it, and yet at the same time they're saying, yes, I love it and I own it. I have it on Blu-ray, special edition. So the scene I was talking about earlier that is so epic in this movie is Teen Witch and her friend, uh, who's like this nerdy, frizzy-haired, New York-looking girl, uh, they're riding their bikes along down the road and they're talking they're just talking about regular girl bullshit like oh that guy's cute and, oh i wonder if he'd whatever then they come across these three guys that they go to school with and it starts off the camera pans across this boombox you know and the, the drum beat kicks in you know it's like ooh ish, ooh, ooh ish, ooh, ish, ooh, ish, ooh ooh, ooh ooh, ooh ooh and it shows the three guys White. Oh, by the way, no one in this movie is black. Like, I watched, I checked the cast on IMDb, and literally every single fucking person in this movie is white. I don't know. I didn't think that was even possible. So, <laughs> that's gotta be some kind of record. So, these three guys, they're all in like wife meters with Hawaiian shirts that aren't buttoned up, and they've got jeans on that are rolled up to their knees and sneakers, and they got a boombox. If you don't know what a boombox is, fuck you. Back in the 80s, it was this giant radio that we all loved to carry around. It took like 16 D batteries. Boombox is playing. And it's the middle guy, the main guy. and He's got his hair like John Travolta in Greece. He starts rapping and he's all, I'm hot and you're not. And it's so fucking epically bad. And the name of the song is Top That. So, I'm keying and I'm hot, and you're not, so try a top that, top that. And it cuts back to the girls on their bikes, because they're watching, and she said, and, and the, nerd, the, uh, the teen witch's friend, she says, oh, what a hunk, I could never be as hip as him. <laughs> and so you see Teen Witch, and she's like, well, maybe you could, in her mind, you know, she, you can see, and she starts rubbing her crystal all erotically. Like, she's freaking clicking her own mouse. And she's rubbing this crystal. And then Nerdy Chick, Teen Witch's nerdy friend, gets off of her bike. Starts walking towards the guys. And, like, busts into this full-on, pretty, actually, decent rap where she's flowing. She's like, supersonic, impidiotic, da da da, da, da 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 You really want to try and top that? And then she says, she, one of the lines that she keeps saying. and at when she, So, she's in the guy's face. And she's saying... What would normally be? She's like, top that. I don't really give a fuck about that. But she doesn't say fuck. She goes, a top that, a top that. I don't really give a about that. And she does this like four times. So awesome. I don't really give a about that. So so her and top that guy are going back and forth. Uh, top that. Uh, top that. Uh, top that. And all and the two other white guys are making these incredible like poses you know like the folded arms in front of the chest a la run dmc flame of flame 1980s so then like the song ends and she walks off goes back to teen witch in her bike and turns around and does this like i can't even imitate i mean i can't even describe what she does but she's like top that and does her arms forward yeah that was just that is some fucking filmmaking. And as I went down the rabbit hole with this on YouTube, I found an interview with these three people. The guy that did the rapping, Teen Witch, and Teen Witch's friend. And they all had... They did an interview with people or entertainment, something. And the guy, who looks nothing like that anymore, like he's lost his hair, he's, you know, he's like all of us who get older, he's fat-ish. But to hear him describe making this part of the movie he said the most epic line of anyone I've ever heard he said at no point at any time during the making of this movie did I ever think what we were doing was cool <laughs> that is the fucking greatest thing I've ever heard at no point at any time during the making of this movie did I think anything we were doing was cool And he's right it's not so anyway teen witch top that watch the original and then watch the remakes there's actually some remakes by some famous people uh alia shawcat from arrested development her and her friends did a video remake of it and it's pretty good i don't know what show it's from but it's on youtube Lots of other people. There's even an all-black remake of it that is so good. Like they, the the black guy that does the rapping in it, man, like he made it look fucking cool. I can't, I couldn't believe it. He somehow made it look cool. So what else have I got going on? Shows are going to be a little bit longer now because I have Buzzsprout has actually given me more time to host my podcast, which is awesome. Seriously, though. Very cool, all you guys tuning in from South America and leaving comments. I got one, she said in Spanish that my voice was made for commentating. Very cool compliment. So I guess that's about all I've got for today. I was going to actually play some music at the end of this, but I think that'll end up making this too long. Okay, well, that's going to wrap Fat Guy Loves Cake for Monday morning. Fat Guy Loves Cake at yahoo.com. If you want to give me a holla. Tell your friends, share the podcast, keep listening, and I'll keep trying to be funny. Everybody have a great week, and I will see you on Thursday. And, of course, I love you, Red.